Welcome to the Somatic Healing Podcast. We are your hosts, Jen and Melody, two trauma-informed nervous system experts. In this space, we do the work of coming back to our bodies, rewiring the nervous system, and connecting to ease, relaxation, and fun by breaking free from trauma. We dive into how to address trauma in a gentle way, how to create safety in the body, how to connect back to who we really are, and show up authentically in the world without spiritual bypassing, toxic positivity, or techniques that leave you feeling stuck or re-traumatized. We are here for long-term sustainable transformation, honoring the body, its needs and desires. Welcome Welcome to to this this portal of expansion, healing and and co-regulation. Hello, hello. So today's episode is just me and it's from a Facebook Live that I did on my personal group. If you want to join us, please feel free to do it in the details of the episode and in this episode I'm going to talk about my own story suffering with perfectionism and low low self-worth just not feeling good enough and basically what led me to be like an overachiever higher independent um really perfectionist person Um, So hopefully sharing my story and sharing where all of this comes from is going to help you too in your own journey. So I leave you to the episode. I hope you enjoy. Yesterday, I decided that I wanted to share a bit more of personal details about me. Like, I know I'm constantly sort of sharing, you know, like who I am and how I went through chronic illness and how I went through a lot of suffering. But I felt to get it more personal, not only in things that... I like and how I am personally, what's my personal life like, but also a bit more personally my story and like recently we've been receiving a lot more of high achievers and that's why we've been sort of, hi buddy, (laughs) Um, we've been focusing more a lot on that because I am one myself right like I was created and I don't want to identify with that label because that label comes with a lot but let's just say that part of me is that high achiever or that high overachiever and I wanted to focus on that side of the high achieving of why I've been known to be like the go-getter I've been known to be uh, extremely cold like in Spanish they used to call me La Mujer de Hierro, which could mean like the Iron Woman. Because a lot of times we see these behaviors and we sort of celebrate them. Like we celebrate those, you know, entrepreneurs like hustling and getting those super high months in money and stuff like that. And not that there's anything wrong, not at all. Like we all want money and that's perfectly fine. It's like at what expense, right? And we sort of celebrate the long hours of work we celebrate people working very 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 hard um i just tell you that my connection is not very good i hope the video is recorded fine hopefully it will be okay anyways we live in a culture where we celebrate all these things but all these things are a trauma response and i am just going to talk for myself i grew up in an environment where I was never praised for who I was. I was never valued for who I was. I was always praised for what I achieved. So since I was a child, I was pushed to perform the best. Like I remember my mom telling me, 
you have to be the best in the class. So that's what I did. And they wanted to test me to see if I was gifted, you know, and they were speaking with the teachers in order to give me more homework because, like, I was always, like, better and better, right? Like, better than the rest of the class, which is just insane. Because when I look at it now, it was just a way for me to receive love because I didn't want to do more homework, you know? I didn't want to be doing things that were more advanced than the rest of the class and things like that. And I was always told, I w my parents live through me, right? And this is something that happens very often, that our parents or our caregivers have dreams. And they, because they couldn't achieve them, they sort of put them in their children, right? So you sort of like that thing that they could not be. So every single time that I wanted something, that I desired something, that was pushed away. I was told that that wouldn't bring money or I was shamed about it. I was make jokes about it. So because I didn't receive that emotional care, that emotional support, that validation, because I wasn't seen for who I was authentically, I had to become someone else in order to receive that love. And I'm explaining that because a lot of times we think about trauma and we think about those big events. And while they are traumatic, of course, like there are other things that can cause us trauma, right? So this is just one side of it. The fact that I receive love through performing. So I put myself through horrible situation just because it was going to give me that love and that validation. It was going to get me that attention that I wanted from my caregivers. So I had to perform excellent at school. I had to be always the best. Like if I was getting a 9.9 over 10, I was asked, what was the mistake, right? Oh my God, the dogs have gone insane today now that I decided to do this life. And then I was always in jobs that were horrible to me. I just did not enjoy them. I was bullied, like abused emotionally, like very bad situations in which I stayed just because I could get somewhere better, just because I could prove something. So it was never because I wanted, it was always to be, to be accepted right to perform to achieve i just wanted to accumulate achievements so i accumulated achievements in my career you know i accumulated the achievements in my studies like the level of stress and suffering and of course that's just one side of the story right like there's much more to it like we all have but it creates a disconnection with the body. I wasn't connected with myself anymore. I wasn't connected with my desires. I wasn't connecting with who I was, with my soul, with my true self, with my authentic self. And I was disconnected from my body in the way that I was completely neglected, in the way that I was constantly betraying myself just to pursue this idea that it was going to give me that external validation and that love that I wanted. So I put myself through these horrible situations in careers, you know, and... and education and stuff like that like I remember wanting to be an actress and I was told not to be an actress you know and I wanted to be a chef and I was told not to be a chef or Latin teacher literature teacher so I chose law and 
I didn't choose law for myself. I chose law because for my parents that looked good. That looked something worthy. That looked like something that I can praise about. That looked like something that if I go out in public, you know, my, my daughter's studying law, which is fucking stupid, isn't it? Um, and fortunately, I ended up liking it. Like, I enjoyed the degree so, so much, but I did not choose it. If that would have been my childhood, I probably couldn't have chosen that, even though I like it. And now I'm not in the law. I'm not doing anything related to law because I chose not to, to law because I chose not to. Like, I studied the master's, I started studying a master's degree in criminal law, and I left it because I realized that I was pursuing something that was not coming from my heart. So I want, I just wanted to share my story to sort of relate to those things because a lot of these things are praised. Like I've been praised my whole life. I've been praised for how, how hard I work. I've been praised for how resilient I work. You know, how resilient I am, sorry. Like everything that I've accomplished. But I've been unhappy my whole life. Like this is just something that people see. People just see that external side of you that face right but they don't see the suffering like they don't see the anxiety they didn't see the fact that i wanted to kill myself they didn't see the fact that i was self-harming they didn't see the fact that i was struggling with eating disorders they didn't see the fact that i was constantly in abusive relationships they didn't see the fact that i ended up abusing substances they just saw that side of her look at her you know she goes for it she achieves whatever she wants and fast and this is very cultural, right? Like, it's not just my family. Like, I'm sure a lot of you can resonate with that. Like, recently I've been speaking with a client with I could resonate as well because they had a similar story of that, like, pursuing, pursuing, and it's never enough. You never think like you're doing enough. Like, you're constantly comparing yourself to others because you've got to do that. You, you have to be perfect. You have to be the best. So there's constantly self-doubt. You're constantly doubting yourself. Like, how am I doing this right? Am I doing it good enough? Am I doing enough? And this is living in a constant state of society. And this is something that I see every single day in the coaching industry. Not just that I see from clients, but I see from coaches, from professionals, which are also passing it into clients because they are living the business from that trauma response, right? And this is something that I want to bring awareness, not just to explain my story, but also so you know that you're not alone and so so you relate and also so maybe you do understand that need of that need of working all the time that need of accumulating all these you know high level months accumulating clients accumulating material things that always wanting to reach that next level next level next level like and not don't get me wrong expansion is something that i seek for in a daily basis but expansion with integration there's no destination there's a journey and i mean if that's a reminder that i have to remind myself daily right like this is work that i embody because i still have to work with these parts of course it has nothing to do with how it was before but that part is still present and it needs a lot of love right so yeah it's that 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 urgency of getting things fast quantum leaping like all these things, um, they're just strong responses. And, and then I can see how a lot of people come from that. Right? Like that being praised 
for their achievements, that feeling, that's getting that sense of self-worth through external achievements and not for who you are. And that is one side of the story. And I also wanted to mention that other side when I talk about the the Iron Woman or something like that. Yeah, I think it was the Ice Woman or the Iron Woman, I don't remember. And it's because I lived in a very dysregulated environment, like probably a lot of you, right? So my parents were not attuned to me and they were not attuned to themselves. And unfortunately for two narcissistic parents, different ways, both of them love them, have a good relationship with them now. It's taken a lot of work and a lot of boundaries, but it was not easy. Like a lot of you can relate probably. But basically, my mom was always mentally ill. Very mentally ill. So I live with this fear of her killing herself since I'm since I was very little right because I was hearing things because she was in the hospital all this kind of stuff so I always had to be that adult I was an adult child I had to take care of her my needs were not met in order to receive love I had to take care of her needs first because her pain was always bigger her struggle was always harder and all these kind of things. And if you've seen yourself in a situation like that, if you felt if you feel like, oh yeah, that's true. Was I was I a parent? Was I known as like a very mature child? Because people always praise me, oh you're very mature for your age. It's like, well that's trauma. <laughs> that's trauma. Because I didn't have a childhood. That's something that my, my dad always says, like, you were never a child. And he says it's like in sort of a proud way. But of course, from my lenses, it's like, but I wanted to have that childhood. I just couldn't be a child because of all the struggle that happened, not just with this situation, but with so many, I had to be that adult because they were both relying on me because I was the, the person that they were speaking to. They didn't look for help for a therapist. They didn't look for friends. Like they seek out help in me because I was mature. So I was taking in and taking in and taking in. And as a child, what you need is for your caregivers to be there for you. Because we are not born resilient. Our nervous system is not meant to self-regulate when we are children. We are meant to co-regulate. We are meant to have someone there to help us navigate that. And when we don't have that, then here the problem comes, right? I wanted to say something and I'm not sure if I forgot. Well, I definitely forgot. Um... Anyways, yeah, it's, it's the fact of when you have to take care of others around you when you were a child, you start neglecting yourself as well, right? So you sort of disconnect with your own needs to take care of other people's needs. And you have to put this fake persona out there that I've been carrying for years in which you never break down. Because if you do, my God, the whole family is going to break down as well, right? So you're not allowed to sort of break down because you were either invalidated or because you were afraid of doing that and then like seeing your parents, your parents can give us breakdown as well. So this is, over the years, what happened was that 
I was very cold in the sense of like being strong, hyper independent, didn't rely on anyone, only rely on myself. I was praised for that as for sure. I was praising myself for that. I am super independent, you know, and I don't need anyone. And and yes, and, and, and I am very strong and resilient and I am a high achiever and I am a go-getter and I get everything I want and I broke. I completely broke down. Like we can only carry this for so long. Um, like at some point, the system is just gonna have to stop. And I can see this over time again and again and again. And it happens in different ways for different people. In my case, it just happened. Like, chronic illness was like the uh, detonant. I'm not sure if that's a word in English. Like the thing that made me stop, it was the trigger of my spiritual awakening that led me to realize of all of that and then reconnect back with myself. But we see that like all the burnout all the anxiety that you're experiencing, the fact that you can't sleep at night, the fact that you wake up and you feel like fucking hell, like I just don't want to get out of bed. All of these are signs that are meant to be there for a reason. Is your nervous system speaking to you? And my nervous system was speaking to me for years. Like I started having chronic anxiety, chronic migraines when I, I was diagnosed with chronic migraines when I was two, two years old. I was always sick. I was in primary school and I remember at that point I didn't know how to name anxiety, but I remember that feeling of nervousness and I was always telling my mom, mommy, I feel like I have an exam even if I don't because I was getting very, very nervous for the exams because I wanted to perform, right? So feeling that pressure on my chest and on my throat since I was very young so the system does give us these cues but we neglect them right like that waking up and needing a coffee straight away otherwise I don't have the energy to go through the days like the nervous system is depleted do you know the energy that it takes for you to be running into survival mode over and over and over and over again over years and years because I mean for me I was lucky in the sense that I started this work I think around when I was 24 so I was very young I am young so 24 years of living in survival for some of us is more for some of us is less but imagine all that energy over years, right? To allow your body to live, to sur not even live, to survive. So I just wanted to share that bit of my story of how, how I became, how I developed that high achieving part, that strong, hyper independent part. And also to bring awareness in that, like we are praising it so much we think those are things that we value in people that we value in business like the boss babe and you have to hustle and you have to work very hard because then you will see the results but do you or is this just perpetuating a trauma response 
what are you trying to get from there? What are you trying to prove? And I mean, and there's no shame on it at all because I am the first one who has done it throughout my whole life, right? There's no shame. There is just like sharing my story. So maybe you relate as well and you feel seen and also know that there is another way that you don't have to do that. And, and, and maybe that's the thing because a lot of people that I work with they love what they do but it seems like we can't have both we can't have I love what I do and also that piece like it has to come with that hassle with that pushing with that struggle and they are compatible like you can have what you want and you can also have that piece and that is and sometimes we see them as part of personality because I always thought, oh, I'm, I'm just a perfectionist, you know, and we think it's our human design, it's because we are a perfectionist, because we have ADHD, because we are a Capricorn or like whatever. All of these are labels and a lot of times all these labels are just masking trauma responses. Um, so yeah. I, I just wanted to share a bit more of my story and what really led me into that burned out that for me manifested the chronic illness and that then it continued over time, right? Because even after awakening, because again, I'm, I'm not I'm just talking all over the place, but you know what? This is improvised, like we are having just a conversation. It wasn't just about healing that chronic illness, like even after awakening, there has been so much work done and so much work that I'm still doing nowadays, right? Because healing is not a destination. Healing is a journey and it requires that constant action. And the more that we work on creating that safety in the system, the more that we will unlock different things, different levels, different dimensions of wounds that we thought that maybe they were healed and over, but then they keep coming up. I don't remember why I mentioned that, <laughs> but I guess it was for a reason. But yeah, that's it. Yesterday I posted that. Um, I'll, I'll put the link in the in the description of of this video, just so you know a little bit more about myself. I just shared also some more fun stuff. Um, and yeah, just telling you that there's hope. There's something you can do. Your life can transform. Mine mine has transformed definitely <coughs> oh, excuse me and that's it I hope you have a lovely day and thank you for listening sorry for that sneeze at the end of the episode thank you so much for listening and if you feel like you want to deepen in your journey of nervous system regulation expansion and reprogramming we have a very very good group program for you that is an initiation portal for nervous system healing and that is the challenge the challenge is a seven-day group course polyvagal trauma-informed where we give you step by step on how to regulate your nervous system and you actually get seven days of private mentoring with us so if that feels good for you 
if your body feels like it just just for being a listener we're gonna offer you a special discount normally the challenge is that these three euros um, but for our podcast listeners we want to offer it for 11 so please feel free to reach out to me um, and i'll send you the link to join our next round thank you so much and have a lovely day